the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is the hour of power where we're living life like it matters. And ladies and gentlemen, I have one question for you today. What do you expect? What do you expect? Expectations can be the seeds of disappointment. Expectations are things we put out there that that keep us wanting more, keep us desiring more, keeps us from settling good enough. But they can also cause disappointments, cause fear, cause failure. And so when I ask the question, what are you expecting? Here's a deeper question. What did you think life would be? See, ladies and gentlemen, we get a lot of people who think that life is always going to be happy. Life is always going to be good. That life is going to be easy. And one thing I learned a long time ago, leading people through the ups and downs of leadership of life, of learning lessons that forever change their life, is that life is an undulating line. It has highs and it has lows. It has peaks and it has valleys. And I always tell people, if you don't believe me, then you go to the nearest hospital, the nearest quick care center, whatever it is, and tell them you're having chest pains. And they're going to hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine. And you're going to see a printout. You're going to see this line, this undulating line of life. It goes up and it goes down. The systolic and the diastolic stuff goes out and stuff comes in. And that is life. Life is an undulating line. It has peaks, it has valleys, it has highs, it has lows. And really the key to life is what happens in the space between while you're riding this undulating line of life. Do you like roller coasters? I know a lot of people that love roller coasters. They strap themselves into these metal machines that hang you upside down, that spin you around, that take you up a 1,000 feet and drop you straight down. Uh, No, thank you. Not interested. Not interested in me being separated from my stomach like that. Not interested in my stomach being a 1,000 feet in the air and my body screaming a 1,000 feet below and wondering why my stomach hasn't joined me yet. I don't do roller coasters. I'll do little kitty coasters. But I don't need a machine to turn my stomach. I don't need a machine to make me grip for dear life. I don't need a machine that caused me to scream out to the silvery moon. <laughs> I got life. I mean, think about it. Life is that undulating line. And I want you to think of an EKG, you know, the, the, the readout there. You see the highs, he has lows. That is the perfect picture, the perfect metaphor, um, perfectly analogous to our lives. And here's what happens in life. We get disappointed. We get let down. 
We get abandoned. We get abused. We get neglected. People that were supposed to help us are hurting us. People that said, I'll do this for you, never do it for you. People that say, trust me, and you found out you never should have. And so what happens in life, we get disappointed. We get let down. We believe that sad saying that someone said at some point, that expectations are the seeds of disappointment. So what we do is we stop dreaming because we fix it, right? We fix it. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be let down. You know, the old saying, you all, all know this one. Screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice. What is that? Wow, I can hear all of you through my ears. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, screw me twice, shame on me. Man, you know, early on, that seemed like a good motto. <laughs> but as a child of God, as a man who knows his standard, as a man who doesn't get to choose uh, the right and the wrongs of his life, my master tells me what those are. It tells me right there. I think it was Peter. Maybe it was Paul. Maybe it was John. Well, it wasn't Paul because he wasn't walking with Jesus, but maybe it was John. And he said, Lord, my brother sinned against me. How many times should I forgive him? Seven times? And our Lord said, 70 times seven. Now, he wasn't given a number of 490 times, and we have a little piece of paper, and you do a little check every time someone doesn't meet your expectations. If you know anything about numbers in the Bible, the number seven is the number of God. It's the completeness. And the number 10, uh, you see there, is basically, I think, justice, something playing out. And so the number 70 is, is basically unnumbered. And then you got times seven, again, unnumbered. So God says, basically, you forgive them as many times as they wrong you. Now, that doesn't square in our world, but I'm just telling you what the good book says. Remember, of the 66 book, uh, books in that good book, not a one of them is called feelings, and not a one of them is called opinions. And so what happens in life, because we get disappointed, because a lot of us have dreamed but haven't followed through, right, we, we set goals kind of in our head, New Year's resolutions, we don't write them out. We don't structure them. We don't begin with the end in mind. We don't know what it looks like, sounds like, feels like, smells like, tastes like. We don't make it real. And why is that important? Because would you give your life for a lie? If someone says they love you, but you don't believe they love you, are you loved? No. See, we live in a sensory-based head. Our brain is sensory-based, whether you're studying transactional analysis, um, uh, uh, NLP, a lot of other things, multiple intelligence, Dr. Gardner, will all tell you that our brain is a sensory-based organ. Matter of fact, every single memory you have is stored in the senses. You can't give me a memory that's not stored in what you saw or what you heard or what you experienced or felt emotionally or what you smelt or what you tasted. Those are the five coordinates that we store everything. And so I was, what was it, the Irish Journal of Science, I think it is. The Irish Journal of Science said that 40% of first-term memories are made up, first-time memories. See, our unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. And so any picture we put in our unconscious mind, it treats as reality. And so this is why you're called to begin with the end of mind, right? Stephen Covey had it as one of his seven habits of highly effective people. And let me tell you why. It's because how God made you. You won't give your life for something that's not real. Most people won't give it for something that is real. So what is real? I just told you. Things that you can see. 
things that you can hear and things that you can touch and things that you can smell and things that you can taste. We would call those things real because they can be quantified through the senses. And so the reason why a lot of people don't accomplish goals is because they don't make them real. And when life gets tough, and it will, then they give up. That's why there's three steps to become your dreamer. Want it, create it, live it. You got to have desire. You got to have the emotional commitment. You got to have that connection. Why? Because when things go bad, and they will, when you fall short, and you will, when you stumble, and you will, and when people mock you or put you down or laugh at you or tell you, I told you so, what are you being so hard on yourself? And they will. What are you going to do? Are you going to agree with them and say, what was I thinking? Are you going to stay down and feel sorry for yourself? Self-latch, you know, uh, you know, beat yourself up? Yeah, I never do anything. Yeah, I'm such a loser. Yeah, every time I set a goal, I never follow through. Are you going to do that? You will do that if you haven't made it real. You will do that because you'll remind yourself that you never really set goals. This is why you got to make it real. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? See, that is the same. That's the way our brain works. You got something affecting so many people out there called PTSD. What is that? That means someone goes through a traumatic experience and it's stored in their unconscious brain. What they saw, what they heard, what they felt, what they smelt, what they tasted. It's so real, so vivid. And then it plays over and over and over and over. And every time it plays over, they're reliving it. My dad went to Nam. And my dad used to have night terrors where he'd wake up in the middle of the night, think he was a nom and be beat on my mom or I'm freaking out. He wasn't there. He'd been a nom for three decades, four decades. And yet, because his mind played what he saw, what he heard, what he felt, what he smelt, what he t- all that, it was like he was back there. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I do this radio show. Because you gotta understand how you work. Your body's a machine. The machine is run by the brain, and the brain is not who you are, and the body's not who you are. You are the spirit. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're taking a look at life, and we're talking about the ups and downs. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. Ready to go for another level of awareness? Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 30th through April 1st. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. 
To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your traditional water softener wastes water as if you ran a full washer for just a pair of socks. Commerce Wet Technology Softeners will save you water and salt. Save $400 when you trade in your old salt hog to Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I'm starting class night in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Team 242. We actually had people fly in from out of the country to be in that class, a small class, a class of seven. Uh, It was going to be a class of 12 uh, about six weeks ago. And this is what happens. People get uh, scared. Fear kicks in. Remember, there are three zones in life. There's comfort. That's where most people want to live. And that's the lie. Let me tell you right now, our comfort zone it's not a place to reside. Yeah, it's nice to have a rest stop there every once in a while. It's nice to maybe take a vacation there every once in a while. But we are not called to be comfortable. We are called to be uncomfortable. Matter of fact, as a believer in God, I know there's three steps to the, the process of being a Christian, a follower of Christ. Number one, justification. And nothing we can do can make us good enough for God. Uh, you know, salvation is a free gift from God. Uh, you can't do anything to earn it. So we're justified by what another man did, Jesus Christ. He lived a perfect life, took on our sins, and died. So that's justification. For those that accept his paid price, you now are justified. What that means is you, uh, you're you just as if you've never sinned. You're just as if you're righteous. You take on Jesus's righteousness. And then there's this thing called sanctification. Now, that's the thing that a lot of people don't know. And that's the thing that causes a lot of uncomfortableness. Because it is about growing. It is about stretching. It is about understanding that the world's not fair. The world's not easy. It's hard. And if you're a child of God, matter of fact, it actually tells you. The Bible tells you that if you're a child of his, it's going to be tough. We're told to not be surprised by the, the struggles, by the fiery darts that are being thrown at us. We are children of God. We don't belong to this world. So we've got to understand that. And so when bad things happen, we embrace them. When bad things happen, we understand them. When bad things happen, we pick ourselves up, we dust ourselves off, and we hit it again and again and again and again. But you see, what that requires is to get outside your comfort zone. That's not comfortable. See, a comfort zone is where things go to die. Our marriages die in our comfort zone. 
Our relationship with God dies in its comfort zone. That's why he said to, in Revelation where he's talking to the seven churches. I think it's the church of Ephesus. He says, I have this one thing against you. You've lost your first love. He says, go back to what you did at first. Man, a lot of us can, can take that heat of Christ with our wives, with our children. Go back to what we did. We lost our first love. We've forgotten how important she is. We've forgotten the role of a father. Too many kids are, rolling, uh, are being raised up growing up in homes without the biological father. And if you don't know why that matters, look it up. Uh, I'm part of what's called All Pro Dad. Uh, you know, a Super Bowl winning champ, uh, Tony Dungy, Coach Dungy, is in charge of it. And I was just reading something. I don't know where it was a week ago. I don't have it here. I wasn't prepared for it. It just popped in my head. But where news, news people, sports news people, are trashing Tony Dungy. Why? Because Tony Dungy is pretty out there with his faith. He, he, he's a child of God. And all pro dad is about the role of dads. All pro dad is about being a godly man. All pro dad is about men subjecting themselves to their master, Jesus, and being accountable to him and being the men that we're called to be. And because Tony Dungy believes in the Bible, and the Bible's clear what a sin is. Whether we like it or not, it's not our choice, and we're all sinners. And because the Bible says a man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman, and those of us who believe that, we're called that we, we're homophobic. We hate. No, we don't. I have a lot of friends who are, 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 are homosexuals. I know a lot of people that come to my training that are transgender, and, and that's their choice. That's fine. We're called to love on people. I'm not here to tell. I mean, that's between them and God. Listen, I follow a Savior who died for my sins. You don't need to get in the middle of me and my sins. God's got that handle. I don't need to get in the middle of you and your sins. God has that handle. But what a lot of you don't like is I keep using that word sin, which makes something wrong. It is. There's one will, and that's God's will. Anything that's not of God's will is a sin. The word sin means to miss the mark. It's an archery term. God has a standard for us. Parents have a standard for their kids. There's a preferred will, and there's a palatable will of God what he allows us to do. God has a preferred will for us, though, but he gives us free will. And so he'll allow you to choose will, and he won't remove the consequences. He'll, he'll walk with you through them, but he will not remove them. And let me tell you why, leaders, because how do you learn to do better unless you realize the mistakes you make cause pain? See, that's what sin is to God. It's something that separates man from God. Husbands and wives, Anything that separates you from your spouse causes pain. Parents, anything that separates from you and your kids causes pain. Don't you get it? So that sin thing causes separation from God and his creatures that he loves so much. And what happens to a lot of people when they feel guilty because the devil does that, feel shame, then they give up. This is why you got to know who you are. See, this is why you got to learn how to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit again. And I keep saying the word learn. See, but you can't learn that in your comfort zone. You see what I'm saying? This is why the comfort zone is deadly. Because the comfort zone is stale. It's stagnant. Things go to die there. They don't go for rebirth. They might go there for a rest. Trust me, I need a rest. 
And so I'll step into my comfort zone when I'm not in class. I'll step into my comfort zone when it's not showtime. I'll step into my comfort zone maybe for a weekend. I'll step into my comfort zone, depending on my situation, maybe for a week. Last time I checked, the pandemic was about two years. That was a comfort zone for me. I took a staycation. I was burnt out. Everybody kept telling me I need to take a sabbatical, take a six-month sabbatical. And I'm like, what are you talking about? People don't pay me when I'm working. I work for free. I help people because people's God is money. And they need a new Lexus. They need a third home. They need a second cabin for the winter in Minneapolis. They need a fourth car. They need that new this and that new that. And so I, I realize that. I'm not wrapped up, and that's between them and God. God tells me to serve. God tells me to give. God tells me to sacrifice. God tells me to save. Yes, sir, General Jesus, private black reporting for duty. See, you've got to step outside that comfort zone because what I just said is uncomfortable. And I live an uncomfortable life. I believe we have the rest of our death to be comfortable. And too many people are living in comfort. Too many people are comfortably going to hell. Too many people are comfortably going to divorce court. Too many kids are comfortably moving towards prostitution or sex crimes. Too many people. Don't you hear it? It's easy. Slippery slope. It's encouraged. No longer are we held to account for our choices. If you can claim victim status, then your choices are not your responsibility. Everything you've ever done is the fault of somebody else. This is why it's destroying us. This is why, as a country, we're falling apart. Because of all this racist guilt, all these people out there that are racist that feel guilty, and so they assume everybody else is racist. And then they're out in sympathy. And so they're overcompensating for their own guilt they have. And then it's destroying because people aren't learning. People aren't growing. People aren't saying, hey, I made a mistake. I didn't accomplish, not because of the color of my skin, because I didn't work harder. Because life sometimes is not fair. Somebody else got a better advantage. Someone knew someone that got in there. Somebody had better this. Someone had more money. That's life. Put your big boy pants on. Put your big girl pants on. See, that's where we got to step outside that comfort zone. So me saying this kind of raw summing up, good. It's touching your spirit. See, the zone outside of our comfort zone is called fear. I always tell people I can give you fear's address. It's right outside your comfort zone. And it's an acronym. It is false evidence appearing real. And the only way fear comes, become, goes from debilitating to motivating is when you operate in its presence for a period of time. See, in my class, it's tough. In my class, it's stressful. In my class, it is very, very, very uncomfortable. There's no warm-up. There's no ice-breaking exercise. We open the door, and we're going 100 miles an hour. I put pressure on people not to be mean, not because I didn't sleep, not because my wife doesn't love me. I do it. Because you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When life squeezes you, the only thing that can come out of you is what's in you. And let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, the study of epigenetics says that 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. What's in a lot of us is bitterness. It's hurt. It's disappointment. It's pain. It's guilt. It's shame. And when life squeezes us, what do you think is going to come out of us? So that's why you got to practice, practice, practice. A good old boy from down south goes to New York City doing some sightseeing. He jumps in a taxi cab, drive, a taxi cab and he asks the driver, hey, Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the guy said, that's easy. Practice, practice, 
practice. That's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall. Practice, practice, practice. And the best way to face fear and move beyond it is to practice, practice, practice. To step outside of your comfort zone and realize fear is nothing more than an acronym. False evidence appearing real. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals are released based on what you're thinking about, your breathing, and your physiology. Specifically, your eye placement in relation to your physiology. It's a chemical response to what's going on inside your body. It's driven by what's going on inside your head. But again, you have absolute control over it. See, right outside that zone called fear is another zone called panic. But here's the key with fear. When you realize it's nothing more than a feeling, it's nothing more than a chemical response, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And all of a sudden now, something that used to shut you down, now you can function at a high level. In my classes, I always tell people, I do not want you to use stress-reducing mechanisms like silliness, guffaw, and laughter. What I want you to do is I want you to learn how to function at a high level in a stressful environment. Why? Because welcome to the world we live in. And then I say welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the ups and downs of life, the undulating line. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown his provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories. Hi, I'm Tanya Scott. I serve as president at Heritage Christian Academy. The first graduating class in 2001 paved the way for students to enter some of the finest colleges and universities in the country. Around the world, these alumni are sharing the gospel of Jesus and defending their faith on their campuses, in the marketplace, the military, the operating room, in their churches, in courtrooms, and in their homes. The impact of Heritage Christian Academy's four core values of truth, service, relationships, and excellence are evidenced in the lives of the men and women that have been trained to know, love, and serve Jesus. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. 
A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about the ups and downs of life. What are you expecting? Life is an undulating line. It has highs and lows, peaks and valleys. And the key is to keep your head straight, keep your mind right, whether you're on an upward trend or a downward trend. And then you got to know that things are under control. This is where the confidence comes from. But see, it's that confidence that doesn't come from reading a book. That confidence doesn't come from gnosis. Remember we talk about, I think it's Greek word. The Bible translated the word as knowing, but there's two words. One's gnosis and one's epigenosis. And gnosis is a basic understanding, a, a, a basic purview, if you will, a, a understanding what's going on, if you will. You know, to read about something, to understand the machinations, for a man to somewhat say, I can understand uh, what a woman goes through uh, in childbirth, that, that, that's gnosis at the most. And by the way, gentlemen, I would never say those words to a woman, just let you know, never. We'll never experience it. We can never walk in those shoes. By the grace of God, men don't get pregnant. I know I'll be banned from Facebook for saying that, but men don't get pregnant. Last time I checked, you need a uterus, I'm pretty sure. You need fallopian tubes. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on weekends. But I'm just saying, right? You got to understand what's going on. And so I was talking before the break about the three zones. You got the comfort zone. Outside that is the fear zone. And outside that is a zone called panic. Now, the zone called fear right outside your comfort zone is false evidence appearing real. And this is what most people do. Most people run from fear. Most people allow fear to shut them down. Most people make fear the boogeyman. For most of you out there, fear has become your Donald Trump. Fear is false evidence appearing real. The second greatest commandment in the Bible is do not fear. And the greatest commandment in the Bible is to remember Matter of fact, the entire book of Deuteronomy, one of my favorite books, it's the law, it's the book of the second law. It's basically a repeat. The whole book of Deuteronomy, and by the way, why does that matter? Because Jesus quoted the book of Deuteronomy more than any other book. And the book of Deuteronomy is a Shema, a Shema, Shema, whatever you want to call it, Shema. And that was something that was put on people's eyelids, little Jews' eyelids. They were told to, to I the Lord am one. And I think it's uh, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. And just to remind your children, tell them all the things that Jehovah did for you. Tell them about how we walked in the desert for 40 years. Tell them about how we, I gave you water out of the rock. Tell them how I fed you quail from heaven and manna from heaven. I gave you food that even your fathers didn't know. And the word manna, the Hebrew word for manna, you know what it means? What is it? Don't tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> what is it? I don't know, but God sent it, so it must be good, right? And so you got to understand this, this zone called fear. That's why God, God brought them out in the desert for 40 years. He wanted to test their heart. That's what Deuteronomy 8, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. You should turn to it. Deuteronomy 8. 
for I wanted to test your heart. I wanted to see if you'd remember me. Remember what I've done for you. Remember how I kept you. Remember how your shoes didn't wear out. Remember how you were always fed. Remember how dot, dot, dot. Because we have a tendency to forget. And see, that's what fear does. Fear has us forget. Forget what was done in the past. Forget how we overcame. Forget how we were promised. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. See, that's the ugliness of fear. And again, the study of epigenetics. It says that basically we're a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is between the stimulus and the response. It's in our heads. And for most people, what's in their head is hell. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can reframe it and make a little bit of heaven. But see, you've got to face your fear. You've got to go nose to nose with that false reality called fear. It's a straw man. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. And since most people don't believe that, they learn it in my class. My class is tough. It's uncomfortable. I don't like to teach it because it puts a lot of pressure on people. It brings it right to the surface. There's no sugarcoating. There's no can't we all just get along. There's no democracy. It's my way or the highway. I introduce you to the narrow path in my training. The narrow path, the one that Jesus said, find that one. He said, very few find it. It's tough. It's not fun. It's hard. It can be lonely. But it's there. Find that one. That's the one you want. And the reason why people don't find it, one, because they're not looking for it. Two, because they run from it. Because fear causes people to run. Fear causes people to act like cowards. Fear also causes people to be courageous. By definition, courage. You can't have courage without the presence of fear. You got to understand that. I used to tell a story all the time that, you know, while I was driving home a couple months ago, I was pushing it, driving late, and um, I was passing at 2 o'clock in the morning, wasn't paying attention, and I, I got hit head on with a semi. I had my kids with me. We were in a ditch for an hour. I thought we were dead. Flight for life I had to come and airlift the kids out of there. I, I was okay. I didn't need to be airlifted out, but I have not been able to drive in a car for six months. The sound of a screeching wheel, the sound of something slamming just shuts me down. And so under that situation, if I told you, and you knew that, and I told you, listen, today uh, I'm going to drive. And today I went to Starbucks and I got you a caramel macchiato. And I hand it to you. You might tell me how courageous I was. You might go into tears that I had such bravery, such courage, because I was so afraid to get in a car, so afraid of the trauma, so afraid of the PTSD that happened. And see, you have to have fear. Without the presence of fear, see, if I would have just went to Starbucks and brought you back a coffee, caramel macchiato or not, you might have said, thank you. You might have said, what do I owe you? You might have said, oh, what do I, why would I want a caramel macchiato? Do I look like the, right? You could say a lot of things. But unlike the first time, you probably would not demonstrate or talk to me about how courageous I was because there would be no fear. Without fear, there is no courage. And what's lacking today is men and women of courage, afraid to speak up, afraid to stand up because what if people don't like you? What if people uh, ostracize you? What if you go to Facebook jail? Uh, What if people don't like you anymore? And so what happens nowadays when we fall down, we make a mistake, we something doesn't go our way. We look for the victim status. 
instead of realizing, you know, life is hard. Life's not fair. And again, the good book says that life ain't no fair. If we got what was fair, none of us be happy. And life is hard. God says, look for the hard path. Don't look for the easy one. And so this is why you got, you got to have practice. What's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Overcoming fear, picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, hitting again. It doesn't come naturally. We give up. We walk away. We feel sorry for ourselves. And now we live in a world, a country, that unless you're white, if you're white, you don't have this opportunity. But if you're not white, if you're not cisgender, I mean a normal traditional relationship, a man and a woman like the Bible says, if you're normal like we've always been, you have no right to claim anything. It's only if you can claim victim status. If you have a tinge of anything in your DNA that there's someone black in your past, then you can claim black status. A lot of people claim it they don't have it because it's such a great status to have because nothing's your fault. You have a built-in excuse for everything. Everything that goes bad is because people are racist. But don't worry because all the good stuff that happened in your life, you earned all that. You earned all the good, but all the bad was just hateful, racist people. It's not your fault. It's their fault. You see how that's destroying us and that's creating what we're having now? See, outside that zone called fear is a zone called panic, intense fear. Now, you can function for a very short period of time, but I would not forward your mail. So as you look at these three zones, let me tell you the secret to life. You got to keep pushing your comfort zone. You got to step out of it as often as you can. And that way, what used to bring about fear now becomes familiar. And what used to bring about panic now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, you keep growing and stretching and moving. And then things that used to shut you down now have no effect on you. Then things that used to make you angry, now you shake your head and you have some understanding. Then things that want to make you vengeful, now you have empathy and you realize, man, that person must be struggling. See, that's what's missing today. Why? Because life is too easy. People have been looking for the easy button. And what happened with COVID-19, the pandemic, is people got a taste of the easy life. Get free money, stay home, watch Netflix, have alcohol delivered to your house, have food delivered to your house, have money put in your bank account. And listen, just stay home when the government tells you to stay home. Don't drive your car when the government tells you not to drive your car. Don't turn on your gas stove when the government tells you not to. Don't turn on your air conditioner. And by the way, uh, we're having a heat wave, so those electric cars, don't use an electric car because we've got to shut down the grid. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to be practice, practice, practice to move through the ups and downs of life. The benefits of Like It Matters training have been life-altering. Discovering barriers that held me back from my full potential for the last 19 years was such a breakthrough that I cannot express what I'm experiencing in mere words. The successes I had experienced in my life were tremendous. However, the gasoline fire in 1991, followed by 53 reconstructive surgeries and near death four times, had changed my life radically, as you know. Since the accident, it has been a struggle to exist and has taken me many years of work and prayer to become functional again. And what I accomplished in your training and leadership awakening in this event, with your focus, with your passion, and the support of the team we became, has been nothing short of a miracle in my life. I'm elevated to a new level with greater passion for the life and desire to effectively change the lives of others. And that is from Craig B. Adams, owner Care, Health, and Nutrition Systems, LLC, Vancouver, Washington. Here's a man that had everything going against him. He looked like a scarred-up monster. 
53 surgeries, four near deaths. This guy has had everything, and he never gave up. He continued to pick himself up, dust himself off, and hit again. And my class was a coup de grace that allowed him to raise the bar to a level they never thought possible. That's how you handle the ups and downs of life and become better for it. I'm Black. Today we're talking about the ups and downs called life. We'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional, okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. This is Scott B. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar, to finish what you started, As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you are ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure, March 2nd through 4th and April 9th through 11th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Live in life like it matters. And yes, I'm on my way to Las Vegas, teaching a great class starting tonight, and going to change 11 lives. I don't know about you, but in 48 hours, uh, I get to be a conduit uh, for God to change people's lives. And it's not a religious class, 
But if you're going to make true lasting change, it must start from the top down. Real change is trickle down. It trickles down. It's called the logical levels. Top level is spirit. Right below that is identity. Right below that are uh, belief systems and values. Right below that are capabilities. Right below those are your behaviors. And right below that is your environment. And change takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. And since we no longer want anything to do with God, since we have become our own God, here's the problem. Albert Einstein said it. You cannot solve a problem at the same level it's created at. And if the problem is man, if the problem is human, then man cannot fix the problem of man. You must go the level above it. But here's the problem. Fear. Fear stops us. Fear shuts us down. Fear tells us we can't. This is why you got to learn how to handle fear. And you can't read books about how to handle fear. You can't listen to a great orator speak or this radio show and learn how to handle fear. How do you learn how to handle fear? Experience it. You've got to practice, practice, practice. The same way you get to Carnegie Hall is the same way you learn how to turn fear into the straw man that it is. It is false evidence appearing real. And when you realize it's fear is nothing more than a chemical response, what you're thinking, your breathing, and your physiology, specifically your eye placement in said physiology, then, as Dr. Susan Jeffers wrote in her great book, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. I told you my class is hard. Most people say it's the toughest thing they've ever done in their life. Why? Because we have them take a 100% honest look at themselves, and they got to learn how to function at a high level in this zone called fear. When people are losing their heads all around you, if you can keep yours and function at a high level when everybody else is falling apart, you will have people following following you, and you will live a significant life. Right now, I got a lot. I got thousands of people that I get to speak into every single day, and I'm ready to go be with my Lord. So when I take my last breath, if it's before the rapture, don't feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for my family, for I know, I know I made an impact. I know. I publicly shared the word of God. I know I gave everybody the opportunity to know my Lord and Savior. Poem called Ups and Downs by this wonderful woman called Ernestine Northover. So precious are our days upon this earth from life's very start at our moment of birth. Through our childhood years so free from cares then into adulthood with its many shares of ups and downs and sadness and joy Children for us, perhaps, a girl and a boy. Into middle age, then way beyond, if only we could wave a magic wand and choose each step that we should take, the right decisions that we should make. But alas, our judgment is not always right. Sometimes we can fail to see the light. So life will be filled with ups and downs, days of laughter and days of frowns. But through our days, whether stormy or fine, these precious days are still yours and mine. See, ladies and gentlemen, we got to reframe this whole thing called pain. See, pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And if you're living your life like it matters, and if you're a child of God, then you're going to experience pain, not just fear, but pain. I mean, I love the message, the, the paraphrase of the Bible. First Peter 4, 12 through 19, the message. Friends, when life gets really difficult, jump, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. This is a spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. 
If you're abused because of Christ, count yourself fortunate. It's the Spirit of God and His glory in you that brought you to the notice of others. If they're on you because you broke the law, disturbed the peace, that's a different matter. But if it's because you're a Christian, don't give it a second thought. Be proud of the distinguished status reflected in that name. It's judgment time for God's own family. We're first in line. If it starts with us, think what is going to be like for those who refuse God's message. If good people barely make it, what's in store for the bad? So if you find life difficult because you're doing what God says, take it in stride. Trust him. He knows what he's doing, and he'll keep on doing it. See, it's right there. Don't be surprised. And even Christ himself, it's in the golden rule. I mean, Matthew 7, Matthew 5 through 7 is the the Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon ever preached by the greatest preacher. It is the rules to life. And in Matthew 7, under, this is interesting, I didn't know this, and a man put these in here, but under the golden rule, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now notice the next two verses in the same section that say, 13 says this, enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter it by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are very few. See, ladies and gentlemen, this world has pain. Don't run from it. Understand that it's making you into a better person. Embrace adversity. People like Jackie Robinson, people like Jesus Christ, our founding fathers, warriors, mothers. Man, how many young black kids grew up with a great black grandma that just just loved on them, held them to task, Brought them to church twice in three nights. Man, I know a lot of people of color that raised up that, and their grandmas, uh, they kept them in line. Some great women out there, and a lot of pain. I'm looking forward to talking to Martin Luther King Jr. someday. What a great man who understand that we will be judged. The good book says it's appointed for man to die one time, then comes the judgment. Dr. King knew that. That's why his speech, I Have a Dream speech, is so powerful. He said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation, listen to this, where they are not judged by the content, I mean, by the color of their skin. Don't you hear it? He didn't say that they're not judged because he knows we'll be judged. He was a man of God. He wants them to be judged based on their choices, not on their non-choices. They didn't choose the color of their skin. They didn't choose who their mom and dad were. They didn't choose their mom and dad's financial standing. They didn't choose where they were raised. They didn't choose any of that. So why would you blame someone for a choice that wasn't theirs? See, so this is where God takes all that pain, all the injustice, all the bad. Remember, we crucified Christ. Understand that. That's why I love this quote by John MacArthur. See, embrace the pain, move through it, learn from your pain, process your pain. There's so many hurting people out there. And if not you, then who? If not now, then when? You could save someone's life. You could save a marriage. You could save a soul. And John MacArthur put it this way. You could exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. It takes courage, and it takes strength. See, it takes strength to be firm. 
It takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to conquer. It takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain. It takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in. It takes courage to stand out. It takes strength to feel a friend's pain. It takes courage to feel your own pain. It takes strength to endure abuse. It takes courage to stop it. It takes strength to stand alone. It takes courage to lean on another. It takes strength to love. It takes courage to be loved. It takes strength to survive. It takes courage to live. And what you got to do is figure out what are you going to do with this thing called fear. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me tell you what to do with fear. See, Joseph Ledoux says this. Fear occurs before you know what you're afraid of. He's a brain researcher. And he gives this great example. If a rat in a cage is exposed to a sound, the animal initially orients itself toward and pays attention to the sound. But after a few repetitions, the rat ignores it. However, the animal responds once again if the sound is paired with an electrical shock. After a few repetitions of pairing of sound and shock, the rat begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. It stops what it's doing and freezes in place. The animal's only detectable movement consists of the rhythmic chest excursions that accompany breathing. In addition, the rat's fur stands on end, its blood pressure and heart rate increase, and stress hormones pour into its bloodstream. In a word, the rat is now conditioned so that the sound, when presented alone, will elicit the fear response. This response is not different than what occurs when the rat encounters its natural enemy, the cat. He goes on to say, we humans can be fear conditioned too. And that's from Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Dr. Richard Restack. Ladies and gentlemen, feel the fear and do it anyways. Life has ups and it has downs. And one day you'll be standing before God to be accountable for it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm reminding you, When you live your life like it matters, it does. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right, unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel, we're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.